up, everybody? Welcome to episode five of. Ladies and gentlemen, we have with us today Nicholas Wildstar, who is a gubernatorial candidate out in California. How are you doing today, sir? Not bad, not bad. The campaign trail is winding down since we're uh, about five days out from election day. It's Tuesday, so <laughs> looking forward to this uh, week being over with so we can find out if I'm the next governor of California or not. So thank you for having me. Yeah, man, I appreciate you reaching out and uh, coming on the show. Um, I know it's a little bit of a panic trying to get you on here with all the the busy schedules and everything, but uh, uh, we're glad to have you here. Well, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I just came from uh, a um, an event, a candidate forum that was in another town over. It was about an hour away, so I went there this morning. Uh, <laughs> I was there all day, and then came back so I can get here to talk to you. And then I have another interview uh, this evening, a radio show interview after we're done. So it's like back to back to back to back, you know, thankfully I'm seasoned to be uh, running for office with me having run for governor twice before, you know? Yeah. Um, So let me, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, I know that the, the the recall for Gavin Newsom looked pretty uh, – it looked like a pretty wide margin. It looked like it was going to be a, a done deal, but some of the, the more recent polling is saying that it might not be that wide of a margin. It might be pretty close. Uh, is that is that kind of what y'all are seeing out there? Not in the least bit. I mean, I can tell you without a doubt that Gavin Newsom will be recalled. <laughs> I was actually um, a volunteer that collected signatures – to remove him uh, when the petition was being circulated. And I spent two days a week sitting outside of Walmarts throughout my city and throughout the state actually um, collecting signatures. I got maybe about 5,000 plus or so on my own. But um, in my district where I live in Fresno, it's predominantly a Democratic voter district. And um, in speaking with those Democrats face to face, Formerly uh, supporters of Gavin Newsom no longer support him uh, with what he's done. It more so it just boils down to bad faith and leadership. You know, he has a certain job, and during this crisis, of course, people were expecting you to lead by example, and he didn't do that with lockdowns, him going out and having dinner at a restaurant, you know, when other restaurants were uh, having their businesses shut down. It was just uh, despicable to see the hypocrisy from a supposed representative of the people. So he took this more so elitist type of, uh, you know, uh, position in the community, and they don't take too uh, too kindly to that. So I can tell you uh, I have faith that he'll definitely be recalled. It's not a Republican-led effort uh, to remove a Democratic official. It's not about right, left, Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal. The California voter is more libertarian than anything. <laughs> I can tell you that also. Uh, just looking at the voting records, you know, in the last election, California voters voted to um, uh, bring back voting rights for felons. They voted to allow 
you know, um, independent contractors to go back to work under Prop 22 when the legislators passed a bill AB5 to prevent people from working for themselves, which is a bill I plan on nullifying once elected. But um, the people of California unifyingly are upset with Gavin Newsom, and that's why Tuesday I'm pretty sure people will see uh, that response in in uh, in mass. <laughs> That's yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> I know there's been a <coughs> sorry. No problem. You'll be all right. <laughs> I know there's a there's a lot of people that have uh thrown their hat in the ring for this uh gubernatorial uh race. But uh I think there's really just only one option right there that's on the table and that's uh that's uh Nicholas Wildstar. Um so So if uh, you want to tell people just like, you know, and just quick words, what are the first things you're looking to do when you uh, when you get to the mansion? Well, lift these emergency orders, um, number one. And I think that's the biggest infringement on people's rights and civil liberties at this time. Uh, people aren't able to earn a living for themselves. You know, we're paying taxes for sending our kids to school, but yet uh, we're unable to do so. You know, we're paying for publication, uh, public education, so it's taxation without representation. So we're going to stop that immediately, uh, lift those emergency orders, which will lift the mandate so people won't be forced to wear a mask or uh, get a COVID mRNA injection or have to provide proof of that injection either. Um, And of course, uh, I would also ban that from having ever be instilled in the state of California as well. I'm also the only candidate that is saying I'll cancel all taxes for the next year. That's the income tax, sales tax, property tax, (laughs) uh, any kind of tax the government is taxing you for, they will no longer be collecting over the next year. The people of California will get to live tax free. That's the best way to stimulate the economy instead of redistributing uh, the wealth here by taking money from taxpayers and then handing it out by way of uh, stimulus payments or, you know, vaccination incentive program payments. So uh, it's just ridiculous the way the amount of, uh, uh, of money, our tax dollars is being mismanaged, misappropriated, and uh, we got to get back to the basics here. And that's why I'll also be auditing our state's finances on day one. This will be a public audit. Um fully transparent in real time so people can go on online and see where all the money has been going so far we're going to do a five-year audit on the state um they made it a requirement for candidates so i'm going to make a requirement for uh, state finances but that way we can find out where our tax dollars have been going this in this entire time whether it been towards you know economic relief emergency relief during this pandemic or you know taxes for roads or for education or whatever the case may be we need to know where our money is going so uh those are a few things i'm going to get down to the bottom of on my first day in office that's awesome yeah uh uh taxes or going without taxes for a year sounds amazing uh i mean yeah i mean i don't think one year is enough but i mean you know you gotta start somewhere (laughs) Well, the reason why I say one year is because as the new governor, there will be a uh, gubernatorial election next year. 
So if in the event the people of California are for some reason unhappy with not being taxed for a year, they can hire someone else. And I'm pretty sure they'll continue to tax the people as government always have. But if they continue to keep me in office, of course, then that suspension of collection of taxes will continue and hopefully will lead to an elimination altogether. I mean, government can exist without taxing people so much. I mean, they make so much money. Government officials make a quarter million dollars a year and there's thousands of them, tens of thousands of public employees were paying, overpaying for services. And Gavin Newsom is the perfect example of a waste of money for a public representative. So that's why I'm letting people know you hire me as governor, I'll do the job for $60,000. That's the min, median income for the average Californian. And um, I'll take that home to provide for my family with no pension and make that a requirement for all new state employees. And we're going to get down to the bottom of our um, unfunded, unfunded liabilities as well, which is a $3 trillion, T trillion dollar deficit that we're digging ourselves deeper into debt with. And that's not, not only money I'm going to be paying off and you and, you know, every other California, I'm, I don't know if you're in California or not, but our next generation, um, you know, is going to be paying off. And um, we don't want to continue that debt going on. I mean, wherever you are, it's the same scenario. And it's because of that centralized monetary banking system with the Federal Reserve which is no more federal than Federal Express. I mean, they talk about counterfeit money and they literally print money out of thin air. Um, so we want to get sound money here in California. That's why I'm also promoting a people's own Bank of California with our own state-owned currency, uh, not only a cryptocurrency, uh, which I'm calling the Cali Bear, <laughs> uh, but um, maybe also a, a fiat currency, a paper dollar that we can use to circulate as well. I want a decentralized currency so we can have more options and more buying power in California. That's actually a really interesting concept, the, the idea of a state-run uh, dollar. Um, I think, <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, um, way back in the early days of the Union, uh, I believe most states had some form of their own currency and the federal government had to step in and... Uh, take control of that you know because uh because <coughs> to them nobody can do it but them right uh nobody can but, do uh, it I, in the government right <laughs> yeah but I, I like that i like that concept that uh that's really interesting yeah i mean uh, um even during the great depression we had multiple uh currencies in circulation at that time and until that centralized banking system was constructed. And that's mainly why it was done. So to prevent uh, different states from having stronger currencies versus other states, you know, and if it's backed by something, you know, back, to, back it by a precious metal, get back on the gold standard, which we, which we could also do here in California, since we have tons of resources, you know, we have oil, we have the cannabis industry, we have our farm uh, agriculture industry, uh, et cetera. So um, there's tons of ways that we can back our currency by actual commodities versus, uh, you know, debt, uh, which is basically what those Federal Reserve notes are. They're IOUs that are being used right now to, again, uh, pay off a private company, which for some reason we continue to borrow money from. We don't need to anymore 
We have enough wealth here in the state. We're the fifth largest economy in the world, and that's not because we're taxed to death, which we are. Um, we're the highest tax per capita among the country as well when it comes to income tax, sales tax, gas tax, property tax, luxury tax, payroll tax. Uh, it's just too many damn taxes. So uh, like I said, government can't exist without um, taxpayer revenue. And that's exactly what I'm going to do is focus more so on, on the fee and fine type of uh, income that is provided when you pay a parking ticket. That pays the government, you know, <laughs> um, but that's a negative impact that I want to steer away from. Um, but a positive one would be to provide naming rights to some of our state highways and parks, which is what I plan to do. So instead of calling it the Golden Gate Bridge for a year, maybe Google wants to pay a hundred million dollars and for the next year, we can call it the Google Bridge, you know, and um, that money would go towards paying public programs and pay for state operations and services, et cetera, um, as well as be able to um, maintain the roads. So it's a twofer, you know, you get to have the uh, best roads available that money can buy, as well as, uh, again, not have your tax dollars come out of your pocket to pay for public services. So if uh, if Google does run out that uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, are y'all going to let them paint it that ungodly looking red, yellow, green, blue? <laughs> if they choose to, I mean, it's <laughs> I mean, and it'll only be for a year if they choose to, you know, the next year Disney takes it over Verizon or some oh, other company, God. you know what I mean? Uh, paint it, do what you like, but it'll... Uh, It'll be up to the people there that, you know, they can determine what the, I guess, restrictions would be as to how they would like for it to look or whatever. But it's advertising. And I mean, Domino's is even running a, a pilot program where they'll pave your roads, they'll fix potholes, all to slap down a Domino's logo. I, I've been pitching this for so long, man, because it's just a, a, a brilliant way for us, again, to have the best roads that money can buy without it coming out of taxpayers' pockets. So there's ways to improve our infrastructure and, um, again, have public services, uh, parks, beaches, forests, all of this be provided for us uh, and maintenance without it being paid for by taxpayers. The free market is there for a reason. Yeah, I mean, there's a <clears throat> there's a quote from the movie uh, Talladega Nights, uh, you know, where Ricky Bobby's talking about his uh, sponsors and all this, and he's saying, if they let me put one on the windshield, I'd put one on the windshield. He said, I don't need to see. I just need to go. And uh, I right. feel like... Uh, that's politicians feel... for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, feel like, I feel like that's true, though. I mean, if if, if uh, cities or, you know, municipalities would get out of the way and companies would be able to advertise on roads that they pave, they would do it. They'll advertise anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. And why not let them, you know, especially yeah. when, again, um, taxpayers are get, getting nothing for their um, money's worth. Uh, I mean, even here in California, one of the main reasons why Gavin Newsom is being called for recall before the coronavirus lockdown, uh, because there were multiple attempts to recall him. And one of the biggest reasons was the gas tax. It kept going up, going up, going up, and we kept paying it 
And the reason why was to supposedly go towards infrastructure improvements. That money did not. It went towards pet projects that Gov uh, Governor Newsom had lined up. So um, those were some of the biggest reasons why um, he was, again, being demanded to be removed from office. It's only, um, I guess, with the stroke of luck here that we were able to band together this time around to make it happen. But enough is enough. And the people of California are fed up. That's why I said the best way to uh, stimulate our economy is just to let people keep money in their pockets where it belongs instead of government's pockets. They deserve it right now more than ever before with you know, businesses being shut down, people losing their job, unable to provide for their families, keep food on their table and the roof over their head. The best way to turn that around is just let people keep their money instead of taking it from them and thinking uh, we know how to spend it better than them. So uh, we're going to reverse course there with the way government is operating. And uh, again, we'll have more than enough money, especially once I start uh, cutting those salaries. <laughs> Starting yeah. with my own. I'm a lead by example. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, they get up in arms like, what? You're going to cut, uh, you know, teachers' salaries? No, actually, I want to pay teachers more. I, I want to pay and reward, um, you know, those people that earn that money. You know, we shouldn't be rewarding people for bad behavior, whether it be teachers or police officers. And that tends to be another mistake of government is we're overpaying again for something that we're not getting the best service for or best product of uh, in return. So best way to make and change that around, make people earn that money. They think because it's public funds, it's always going to be there for them. We're going to show them other, uh, you know, otherwise, you know, it's not always going to be there for you. We need to close the checkbook, say we've given you enough money, do what you need to with what we've given you. And um, I definitely will be doing exactly that and get the job done so we can focus on other issues instead of having to deal with the same problematic issues one year after another. You know, uh, they perpetuate the annual, <laughs> you know, uh, problems here for a reason because it validates them staying in office and getting reelected. Yeah, it's a it's it's insane how much we spend on, you know, uh, teachers or not. I shouldn't say teachers on education and policing. Yet mm -hmm. the the individuals who are responsible for uh, you know working the street, you know, the the beat cops or the you know the teachers that are educating our children in the classrooms, they're the ones not making the money. It's the administrators. Right. It's the people who are in these positions that aren't doing the job that are making the money. Exactly. Right. I want to make sure teachers are the best well-paid in the entire country. That way we can incentivize the best and the brightest um, to be here in California to teach our next generation. Um, so uh, the salary for me will be $100,000, but you're going to earn that money. Um, same thing with police officers uh, or, pardon me, sheriffs. Since I don't have any control over shares of uh, police departments, I know people say defund the police. That's up to the mayor and those cities that the police officers serve. And if they choose to reduce the amount of money that they're spending on police officers, then great. There will be no supplementing funding on the state level 
for those law enforcement agencies because that money will be again redistricted to make sure that our sheriff's departments our sheriffs are well paid um and the deputies that um take an oath to uphold the you uh, you know the constitution um are able to perform their duties at the best capacity so they'll all be earning that money and like i said there will be no more safety um precautions and uh in place to protect them we need to take that away so there will be no more qualified immunity whether it be for a police officer or educator uh, they have that as well um, judicial immunity for our judicial officials uh, we need to stop all of that i will also be getting rid of the police bill of rights um, and um, requiring that all law enforcement in the state carry personal liability insurance that way if there happens to be any abuse of power that leads to a personal injury or a death of a civilian uh, that money's going to come out of that officer's own pocket uh, instead of taxpayers um, it's no reason why we should be footing the bill again for bad behavior so um, decertification is something that i also support but i think we should have a three strikes rule for officers there where if you have three validated complaints against you then you will be decertified and won't be able to continue to go from one uh serving in one neighborhood to the next to the next to the next that needs to end that's 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 an amazing concept yeah i mean the idea that you know you you take away the ability for them to just be bad over here and then move over here and do some more bad stuff over here um that's that's amazing that's that's what needs to happen um so let me ask you this then uh the what's what's your plan moving forward about and i know now this is a this is this is a large picture question so you don't have to say that you have a, a holistic answer for this um, but, you know, California has recently had a lot of these problems with rolling blackouts. Do you have a, a solution for that? Or is that do you think that's a, a multi-step problem? It is, but it's something that I have a solution to address. And that's to make sure that companies like PG&E and SoCal Edison are held responsible for their misdeeds. I mean, um, they pretty much have a monopolization over our energy sector and are the sole provider of that. And it's something that's essential to our day-to-day -day lives. We need power, you know, we need water, we need utilities to, to live or else we're thrust back to the dark ages. So um, that's something that I plan on investing in, making sure that we have a public option, which is why we'll be creating a public owned utility under my gold new deal. It's like the Green New Deal, you know, <laughs> since I would like for this public owned utility to operate off of renewable energies like solar power, hydrothermal, um, even thorium nuclear, possibly. But um, instead of corporations re reaping the profits of that um, utility company, we the people will. So um, by us investing into having our own, um, you know, utility, now we get free power we get free water you know we have free internet since we're going to have our own servers also since we need the internet um and don't want to get deplatformed for saying the wrong things you know if you have a public option then you don't have to worry about that 
but um, we don't invest in that. And so when we talk about conservative, it's like, first and foremost, I'm thinking like a, a household owner. And it makes no sense for me to continue to pay an electric bill when I can buy some solar panels and call it a day. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah. we can do the same thing on a larger scale. Uh, and that's exactly what we'll be doing is conserving our money, conserving our power and essentials, things that we need um, by making sure that we have that public option there. But again, accountability needs to play a role into this also, uh, since PG&E is responsible for um, wildfires due to equipment failures. And, um, you know, because that has led to property damage to the you know, tune of hundreds of millions of dollars and losses of life, even, um, you know, the people involved need to be held criminally liable, which is why we'll be making sure that um, PG&E executives are arrested and prosecuted for their crimes. Um, and since they did already plead guilty in court for nearly 100 deaths uh, for manslaughter, as well as felony arson, so they pled guilty, but nobody's in jail, you know, and that's because they're shaking hands with elected officials like Gavin Newsom and uh, Kevin Kiley, an assembly member who signed off on a bill called AB 1054, which provides safety certificates uh, to companies like PG&E. They're able to purchase that despite them having been proven for being negligent, um, you know, with their equipment. So there needs to be some rolling of some heads and it starts first with the governors, which is why as governor, I will make sure that the previous governor is prosecuted and arrested. That's amazing. So uh, wildstar2022.com. That sounds, that's an amazing title for a website. This sounds, it could go so many ways. It could be a, an awesome <laughs> video game or who knows what the hell it is. <laughs> Right. Well, I feel like I'm a superhero of sorts, you know, <laughs> and that's what California is really looking for right now is for somebody to come on the scene, um, lead by example, lead the charge, you know, and uh, drain that swamp. You know, at first, uh, we got to get rid of the swamp monsters here in California and they exist. We know where they are. They've ruined our lives enough. But at this point, it's, it just matters. Uh, it's down to us to hold them accountable. You know, they work for us. People forget government works for you. You know, <laughs> they work for me. You pay their salaries with your tax dollars. You give them their job with your vote. You give them their ability to govern with your consent. Everything about a public official, a government official comes from you. Okay, so take back your power. If you don't like them doing their damn job, call them and let them know that you're out in the next election, your ass is fired, period. You know, and, uh, and we're not going to donate to you. And anybody that does donate to you, even though you may have hundreds of millions of dollars in donations, we're not going to vote for you. We're going to vote for the little guy. We're going to root for the underdog. And hope, hopefully that's what the people of California will do by electing Wildstar for governor. Hell yeah. So uh, you got anything else you want to plug? So we got the wildstar2022.com. Yes, sir. Please, everybody out there, visit my website, wildstar2022.com. I was one of the first candidates 
to declare my candidacy for the 2022 gubernatorial election, which is next year. So um, as a volunteer collecting signatures for the recall, I'll let people know once indeed this recall did uh, qualify because I knew it would, that I would throw my hat in the ring for governor. So here I am thankful to all of the um, wonderful people that made contributions to my campaign since I'm 100% crowdfunded. So please make a contribution today. I'm not funded by you know, lobbyists and corporations or unions or anybody else uh, other than the working class people of California. So if you can protest with your money, even if you aren't in California, you know, I got people making contributions from all over the country. So that definitely helps. But just spreading the word, bringing more awareness. Um, it's all it's a big popularity contest, you know. <laughs> so uh, help me get more name recognition by spreading the word letting people know more about my campaign and uh, what I would like to do for the state of California. Go wild with Wildstar. Let's bring back liberty to California. Go wild. That's awesome. (laughs) Mr. Wildstar, I appreciate you coming on and uh, good luck Tuesday. Thank you so much. We'll definitely stay in touch and long live liberty to all of you out there. (laughs)